Good morning. This is Amy on the Amy Mills Live Show. Super excited that all of you are here with me this morning. Happy Saturday. Um, I love Saturdays. I think I said that last week. It's just a happy day for me. I hope it's a good day for you, too. Um, I want to just hopefully pour into your life this morning. I want to start something new today. I've, uh, I feel like that if I'm going through something in my life, normally a lot of you guys out there that are listening are also going through, um, you know, something similar or you have or you know someone that is. I've learned in this life that we are all um, a lot more similar than we think that we are. And we really, um, you know, when we really get to know each other and we get involved in each other's lives and our stories, wow, it's just amazing um, how similar we are. I just had coffee with two young women yesterday that are going to be helping with worship at our big event for Sold Out Ministries that's coming up August 2nd through the 4th. It's Redemption Weekend. I'll talk to you about that in a minute. But these young gals, this one of these girls was in her 20s and you know, they just began to share their story with me. And one of them, I mean, as I was talking about my story and my testimony and where Sold Out Ministries came from and where the premise of this whole entire radio show came from that I do, I mean, she was just looking at me in awe. And as she began to tell her testimony back to me, there, there's, let's see, how old is she? Okay, so there's like probably 30, 35 years difference and the two of us sitting across the table. But you guys, our stories were just so parallel. What this young girl has walked and, and what the Lord has brought her through. And my story back when I was her age, are just they were parallel. It was unbelievable. And we just went on to have this great conversation. And we're speaking the same language. So, so here's what I want to start. And I feel like this is going to go on for the next month or so that we're going to come back and forth to this topic until I feel like that it has really made an, a, a, a lasting impact in my life and in your life. And this came about from me really thinking about this season of my life, which I will let you know um, is I'm going through a lot of change. I'm going through a lot of cha- as much change as I almost feel like I went through when I very first became a Christian. And some of it has been really surprising to me. Um, but I, 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 I know this, when we, when we decide that we want to go to a higher level with God, when we begin to ask God for more out of our faith life and our spiritual life, the Lord is faithful and he comes to us and he says, you know what? I, I will give you the desires of your heart. I love that you want to go, you know, you want to climb a higher mountain with me. But guys, he has to prepare us for that. And if we want to go to a new level, then our mind and our will and our emotions and our spirit have to be in sync with that. And that means, unfortunately and fortunately, that another layer of that onion has to be peeled away. And I feel like that's what's going on in my life. And from that, 
I was thinking about my prayer life because I have been in such deep prayer this entire year for some of these things. And I realized that in some areas, not all, not all, but some areas, I was doing like these begging prayers. <laughs> Does anybody know what I'm talking about? The, the begging prayers were like, you literally just find yourself, you're begging, you're begging God. And you're just travailing over the same thing over and over and over. And there is something to be said about that. Okay, don't get me wrong. We are to be persistent about our prayer life and about our request. We are to be persistent in prayer for people that we love in our lives and for situations, for mountains that we want to come down in our lives. And so there is something about persistence. I'm not talking about that. What I'm talking about are begging prayers where you're desperate, where you're, you've come to the place where not only, it's a line, it's a line that you cross, that not only are you a bit desperate, but now you're starting to almost feel like God might be desperate in that same situation. <laughs> you know, you're like, God, you know, now we're all desperate. God, can you even do this? Lord, can you even answer my prayer? Do you see the vision that I have, Lord? Are you in this with me? Do, do you get the picture? And so I was thinking about this and I started to remember a woman that was in my life over 30 years ago. And that woman prayed the word of God. And she spoke scripture over and over out loud in her sleep, in her prayer life. And she was so purposeful about praying the promises of God into the things of her life, into the lives of her children, into the life of her ministry, and even just her own personal private walk. And that came back up to me. And I thought, you know what? I am going to start, Lord, to pray your promises. Satan, I am going to start to stand on promises that God has given to us in his word. And this has launched me into doing the research and getting some, you know, just some great information of authors that have gone before me of how they have done this in their own lives. So what I want to do today, I want to set us up to get ready to go on a journey of praying the promises of God attaching some testimony to those promises. And I want to believe God that at the end of this series, and if it goes on through August, it goes on through August. If we get into September, we're into September. But along the way, we're going to grow together in the promises of God. Does that make sense? And I want you to email me and I want you to reach out to me on Facebook um, and on Instagram and keep me, you know, give me your testimony. Track with me on this. Let's do this together. If you want to check out um, anything about my ministry or about me, you can go to amymillslive.com. You can also go to soldoutministries.com. Sold out is where the... Um, all the ministry information is, especially the information about the weekend event we have coming up. So lots of stuff to go. We've got a lot to cover today, and I think this is probably going to even spill into tomorrow. But um, when we come back, let's set ourselves up to go on this journey, and I will also cover uh, what's going to happen at Redemption Weekend when we come back. Everybody's 
Dr. Ben and Dr. Gerard at Focused On You Chiropractic adjust your spine with a highly specialized system, correcting nerve interference in the upper spine, allowing the rest of the spine to become healthy and stable. The result is less pain, better health, less illness, and a better quality of life. No cracking, popping, or twisting ever. Connect to Dr. Ben at FocusedOnYouChiropractic.com. Welcome back. It's Amy here on the Amy Mills Live Show. I want to encourage you to reach out and um, just communicate with me and talk to me about what's going on in your life. Is there a topic you really need to hear about? Let me know. Just um, you can reach me um, on Facebook at Amy Mills Live. I also have a Sold Out Ministries Facebook and just communicate with me, especially as we launch into this journey of praying the promises of God and watching and seeing what happens in our lives. And um, before we jump into this, I want to set us up for this journey, but I want to make sure that you know this is it. This is the last opportunity you have to get yourself registered for Freedemption Weekend. Freedemption Weekend is a weekend of freedom in Christ through the redemption of the cross. It is the foundation of what we do at Sold Out Ministries. This event is so powerful. It is a introspective, inner healing weekend where the Lord comes and privately, personally ministers to you and your specific issues in life. And if you are listening this morning and you are sick and tired of being sick and tired, you are ready to stop going around the same mountain You've got to have a breakthrough. You are in need of some emotional healing. Then please go to soldoutministries.com and then slash freedemption. An easier way to get there um, with me talking about it on the radio is to go to amymillslive.com and just look for freedemption. And that'll get you there. It'll give you more information and it will allow you to register. But there's only a few days left here. And so uh, we are going to kick this thing off August 2nd in New Braunfels. It is an overnight stay. So there is a small fee attached, but we only charge you what the, the retreat center charges us. We just want you to come and get free, right? We want you to come and experience a new level of freedom to get rid of the darkness, get rid of the bondages, get rid of the trash so that you can go and live what God has destined you to live. Listen, the time is now. The time is short. So don't waste another minute. Just just do it. Just go. Just be brave and, and just go. I tell you what, this event changed my life over 20 years ago. And I promise you, I promise you it will change your life as well. So there we go. That's everything you need to know about redemption. So as I was sharing with you, a lot of times what I talk about on the radio is um, a lot of what I've, certainly what I have been through or what I'm going through. Listen, I'm not immune to life. I don't care how long you've journeyed with the Lord. If you're in ministry, I I don't care what you do for God. We are all human None of us are home yet, and we have we are exposed to a broken world. We're also exposed to our own selves and our own flesh and our own, um, I don't want to say, you know, I don't want us to go through life saying we're broken people 
But we are. We are broken at some level. And depending on the kind of life that you've lived, there are so many things that get established. And that's what this journey is all about. It's about giving God more and more and more permission. Permission to do miraculous things in your life. I mean, have you just sat down lately and given the Lord permission? I've been giving the Lord permission this year. And can I tell you, there is a huge upheaval happening in my life. I didn't expect it. I was asking God for all the good stuff. I wanted all the big stuff. I wanted him to enlarge the territory. I'm asking him to enlarge my platform for this ministry so that we can reach more people with the gospel and the freedom message. But with that, you know, um, I I used to hear it. It was uh, uh, a higher level, bigger devil. And it's true. It's totally true. So we're going to come back to the promises of God. Did you know that there are about 7,487 promises in the Bible? I mean, I'm doing this research. These are sacred pledges that God has made to you and me. And if you compare that with around 31,000 verses in the Bible, um, we discover that about one-fourth of the Bible consists of commitments God has made to his people. This is amazing. One of the, I mean, obviously, one of the main reasons the Bible exists is to convey to you and me those divine assurances that empower us to be overcomers in every situation we encounter. And this is a very daring statement from a book that I was looking into. It says, true believers will never, and he says, I repeat, never put that word, he says, in capital letters, never face any situation in life where God is not already in advance, given them a promise powerful enough to push them through the opposition to sure victory on the other side. Here, here, let me give you some examples. If you're depressed, here's a promise. The joy of the Lord is your strength. That's Nehemiah 8.10. Do you feel weak? Okay, here's a promise. He gives power to the faint. And to those who have no might, he increases their strength. And that's in Isaiah. You struggling with doubts? Here's a promise. Let us look to Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Are you battling sickness? James 5.15 says the prayer of faith will save the sick and the Lord will raise him up. And he goes on and on. Are you afraid of death? Here's a promise. This is from the mouth of Jesus. I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, yet shall he live. Wow. Guys, no matter, no matter, no matter, we can go to God's word and find a promise. And we can start to pray that over and into our lives and into our situations and into the lives of our children and our youth. And watch, listen, the word of God says that the word of God goes out and goes forth and accomplishes the purposes for which it was set out for. So when we begin to pray the promises of God, we also can stand on the fact that the word says it will not return void. That we can be confident that when God's promises are spoken forth and applied to measures in our life, that we are going to see something happen. A positive 
promise somewhere in the Bible we can apply to cancel, to conquer, and to lift us up. And most people remind God of their problems when they pray. And this is where this whole thing came from, reminding God of our problems. When we, as men and women of faith, should be reminding God of his promises. When we come back, we're going to set this whole thing up to take a, a journey that may last a month or two. Hey guys, thanks for taking a short break with me. I am super excited to invite you to a life-transforming, mountain-moving, inner-healing, get-rid-of-the-junk-in-your-trunk event. It is called Redemption Weekend, and it radically changed my life 20 years ago. It will change your life, too. Redemption Weekend is August 2nd through the 4th at T-Bar-M Retreat Center. Do not live another minute with strongholds in your life that are binding you from being all God intended you to be and all that you hoped for. Go to amymillslive.com and click redemption. Welcome back. It's Amy here on the Amy Mills Live show. We are going to set ourselves up today and probably even tomorrow um, for uh, a journey, a journey that is going to change and turn around our our prayer process, and I hope the outlook even that we have on life and our circumstances and our situations. This is all coming about from the journey that God has me on. And I know that when I look at the journey that I'm on, a lot of times when I start being transparent and open about it, I find out that so many other people are in the same place as me. They're going through the same thing. Guys, we're all human. We're all in this together. And so I I want to start praying prayers of power and I want to start praying promises of God instead of taking all my problems, my complaints, my um, misunderstandings about what may or may not be happening in my life, my marriage. I want to start praying God's promises into those situations. I have asked the Lord to enlarge my territory. I have asked him to enlarge the territory of my marriage. I've asked him to enlarge the territory of my ministry. And I have asked him in the name of Jesus to enlarge the territory of my daughter and her future and her calling and her day-to-day happenings as a high school student. And in that, I think we all find ourselves bringing, bringing to th- God, bringing to God things that we think um, may not happen that we really want to happen. We bring it in such a way that we are almost desperate, and that God possibly might be desperate too in that situation. And so, the promises of God, it says, they will not return void. This um, is such a cool promise that can be applied to almost every situation. It's 1 John 5, 4. Whoever, whoever is born of God overcomes the world. And the victory that overcomes the world is our faith. We can also boldly declare 
I am born again. This is a heavy-handed punch. I am born again. Begin to speak that. Then we can speak. I have faith in the risen Savior and the Word of God. Another punch to the opponent. Amen. Seven, 7,400 plus promises in the Word of God that we can stand on. Now, I want, to, I want to tell you about a little chapter in a book I'm reading about promises of God. This is so cool, you guys. Um, this guy tells a story about um, his father, who was a Naval Air Force guy. And um, he talked about the fact that his dad told him, when you get up high enough in the atmosphere and you look down on a rainbow, it not always, it's not always a semicircle. It's often a complete circle. He says, as a young boy, this was a wow moment for me, an insight that resurfaced every time I saw one of those amazing bridges of hope stretched across the sky. He said, at first, I didn't catch the biblical connection. It was just an intriguing marvel of nature. After I entered into a relationship with God, he says, the symbolism impacted me more and more and more. He said, you see, in scripture, a rainbow represents the promises of God. From our earthly perspective, we only see the promises themselves. But from a heavenly perspective, God sees both his promise and their fulfillment as the same thing. This is so cool. If he gives a promise, he intends for it to come to pass. He says, let me remind you how it started. And he begins to talk about the story of Noah. Um, He talks about covenant promises and he moves through those. He says there are nine major pacts um, that are revealed by God uh, since the beginning of creation. These are covenants of promise. The the nine main covenants, um, in case you're not aware of these, covenant of creation which was made with Adam and Eve, the covenant of redemption, uh, made with Adam and Eve after the fall, the covenant with Noah, Abraham, Moses, the children of Israel in the wilderness, and then the covenant with David, and then the new covenant, amen, the everlasting covenant of Jesus Christ. He says um, uh, in the, the final book of the Bible, here it is. The climax of this grand story of redemption, he says, we read John's amazing description of the uppermost chamber of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And here it is, Revelation 4, 2, and 3. Emphasis added. There was a throne set in heaven with one sitting on the throne. And he who sat there appeared like a jasper and a sardius stone. There was a rainbow around the throne, appearing like an emerald. Did you guys catch that? The rainbow is not just over God's throne, a semicircle. The rainbow is around God's throne. The author says once again, in an ultimate way, God is symbolizing that the promises and their fulfillment are are one in his eyes, just as his naval air father had described to him, seeing a rainbow from above, a full circle, a complete, full 
finished promise. Can you just picture this full circle around the throne of God? John was about to encounter um, this fulfillment as we go through this study together. Let's try and look at every promise this way, like a full round rainbow around not only the throne of God, but around my life and your life. And let's praise God as if the fulfillment of that promise is just around the corner. And listen, that is not, that's easier said than done, depending on what you may be uh, battling with this morning. So when we come back, as we um, continue to just get some foundational truths around this and to begin to strengthen um, our faith and our, our belief in God's promises, I want to go through um, kind of the patriarch of the promises and some some foundational promises that we see happen in the Bible. And then we're going to completely be able to begin to apply those to our lives. <laughs> 